This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, everyone? JP here with Big Joe, and we got probably the most frequent guest ever on the Irish Whip. And he's like the most up-and-coming wrestler right now. He's making a huge name for himself all over the place, from Evolve to Beyond, you name it. He's been there. It's not all good anymore. That's All good is kind of a retro gimmick now, right? So it's just the retrosexual Anthony Green. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, you keep paying me. I'll keep showing up on the show, dude. No problem at all. That's it. And how retro is all good now? I mean... To the point where if there's ever like a weird, like old school beyond wrestling show or like old school limitless wrestling show, I think uh, retro retro will be all good for one night only. (laughs) Now, you you did something earlier this year. You dipped your feet into a pool and you're going for a second time this weekend coming up and actually promoting shows. yeah, we call it the pool of stupidity. <laughs> I don't know. I saw the crowd. You it looked like you did a pretty damn good job of actually promoting. I come out of the yeah, pool of stupidity. Yeah. I think <laughs> to, to be on the show today, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I think one mistake a lot of people make are they just rely on, like, social media. And for these shows, like, we're, like, pounding the pavement and, like, going to the, the, the towns and, like, the surrounding towns and putting up, you know, flyers, 8 by 10 flyers in, in like, stores and, and uh, like, you know, local businesses and whatnot. And then really uh, papering those, uh, those telephone poles with the big 11 by 17 cardboard flyers as well. Though Johnston has given me a little bit of a hard time and they've seen me getting pulled down rather quickly. But do, doing the best we can. Now, the other thing you did before your last show was you actually put on like a free show at the uh, at the steakhouse, Texas right? Roadhouse. Right. Yeah, yeah, Texas Roadhouse. Now, yep. That that was great promotion too. But now I just noticed I was on IWTV the other day. I used in case you were wondering, Joe's fucking whacking off or something in the background. In case you were wondering, I I went on IWTV live and I used promo code Hulk Hogan. And Ooh. I was, oh. I was, I was able to watch your first show the other night. And what did you think? I thought it was great. And what I noticed is your fans. Yes. Your fans showed up, and your fans, like your fan base around here, is pretty damn big. You know, the AG Fox chance at Beyond is one of the loudest chants every time you're there. <laughs> I love that chant. I actually, uh, for that, if you've heard at the uh, the Gardner show, and an AG Rocks chant to uh, okay. take its place because uh, I wanted a more family friendly type <laughs> of event. So. Okay. So you're a retro AG at those. Yes. Yes. Not very the... much. I'm, I'm like... honestly more retro AG everywhere I go nowadays. Oh. But... Okay. You know, trying to be loved by everybody and not just, you know, a small circle of people. Well, like, we saw you at the last Beyond show. We were kind of hiding in the back. We actually paid for the cheers, and 
what was cool on the last show is like when you and Ava came out, Ava had her jacket on and how like her excitement was real that she had that jacket. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that was incredible. And then you guys went out there and killed it with with Lady Frost and uh her husband there. Yeah, that so that match uh, was insane. Gentlemen. That was that was a really fun match. Thank now, you. Yes, uh, heard a lot of good things about it, so I'm glad. I'm glad everyone loved it as much as I as we did. No, me and Joe were talking before the show. This is kind of our Halloween special, which is why we had Ooh. you come on because you're doing your, you got your Halloween bash coming up. Not because yeah. you're scary looking. Debatable. No, that's <laughs> that's you. That's scary looking, Joe. Oh yeah, I smell kind of bad too. Yeah, so me and Joe were talking before the show. Me and Joe were get a couple of years on you age wise. So when we were growing up, it was like final costumes, and like if you got a WWF costume, it wasn't like you didn't look like you were the WWF guy. It was literally like a vinyl suit with a picture of the WWF guy on it, and then a plastic mask. Yeah, and it was ruined yeah. by the end of the night. You couldn't like right. put it in the oh, closet yeah, no. for use again. That suit was ripped in half. So I didn't get a lot of those costumes as a kid. My parents would, like, go out and buy me, like, if I wanted to be a ninja, they went out and bought me a ninja costume in Chinatown, you know? And that was a real thing that happened. The biggest ninja in the block. Yes. Now, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you dressed up as as a kid? And did you ever do any wrestler costumes? Ooh. um, Yeah, the only time I really dressed up as a wrestler... I was probably, geez, I was probably like 12 or 13 years old at that point already. Uh, I dressed up as, like, Sting. I don't okay. know why I chose at that time to do it. I don't even think he was, like, really relevant at that point. Like, maybe uh, uh-huh. maybe TNA, he like, just came back. But, yeah, Sting. I uh, dressed up as NWO Sting. Okay. And at that yeah, point, they just so... I want to give people like a real idea of how long you've kind of been around wrestling. If you were twelve or thirteen, you were already going to shows. Oh, if, uh, if, if I was thirteen, yeah. I was already like doing ring crew. Yeah, you. That, well, that's what I when I say like I know you were going to shows before me and you ever met, but like you were going to shows yeah. with me. Like you were, you might have had a sunburn on your head at that point. Oh boy! All I wanted was a damn. Free T-shirt to put on my head and some water. Oh, I told me so. Here's that. There's a backstory to that, and I love this story. This has probably been told every time you've been on the show. I think but I should tell it. You go ahead, cause you're. <laughs> so yeah. it is the famous hot dog safari, which is a big event in Boston. It's not really a thing anymore, but it's at the uh, the old race track. Uh, where is it? Saugus, maybe. Uh, uh, Revere, I think. Suffolk Downs. Suffolk Downs and Revere. Suffolk Downs. So we're there, and there's a marathon wrestling event going on. And when I say marathon wrestling event, I mean it probably started at 10 a.m., and it ends at like 3 or 4. It is just an all-day affair. There's like 20 matches, maybe a quick intermission in between, and it was like hot as hell in June of uh, 2000 and maybe eight or seven, probably 2008. Just so good with dates. Uh, it was June 2008. It was the day after the Iron Eight tournament. How crazy is that that I know that? It was on a Sunday, and it's just a hot day. And for the first time ever, the company NECW asked me, 14 year old Anthony Green, if I could man the hard cam just for a few hours. So the person that was on there, you know, could take a break because it is such a hot day. So I said, of course, no problem. I'm sitting on a ladder and uh, the camera is on a big table. And JP here says, hey, AG, if you need a water or if you need like a hat or anything because it's so hot out, just raise your hand and I'll see you. Because he was on the opposite side of, uh, of me right at the entranceway where the show was. Uh, he should be able to see me at all times. So maybe we're like four or five matches in, and I'm I'm sweating. And I already had a little bit of a headache because it was so hot, and I was dehydrated. So, uh, you know, 14-year-old AG threw his hand up. Match finishes. All right, next match comes on. 
hand's still up. Another match happens. My hand's there. I'm waiting. Finally, he sees me, and you just see JP laugh. Like, oh, what a, like, like, what a POS am I? So then he comes over with water, and then uh, he signed the name. If I remember correctly, to get a shirt and to get a hat, it was like for like Cox or Comcast or one of those cable companies. You had to like sign like an email blast thing, and I think he signed it Glenn Jacobs, <laughs> and you put a fake address. That sounds me, like. Uh, to get me a shirt to put on my head and a hat to put on top of it, so I can kind of look like Sabu. Oh, that's that's funny. You remember like the littlest details of anything pro wrestling related, don't you? Here's the here's the craziest thing. Um, we drove Cahagas to the airport that day. Yes. After the yep. show, we stopped at Target so he could get a neck pillow. Oh then, my uh, god. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. This, dude, I, I, so, I got that memory. I did not remember the Cahagas part, but that, like, once you said it, and, like, I didn't remember the neck pillow, and then once you said it, because he made a huge deal about getting this neck pillow. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is the best neck pillow I've ever had. And then he bought it. Right. Yeah. That is insane. Are you like that with everything, or is it just pro wrestling? Um... So, like, I wouldn't even consider that pro wrestling. I would think that that's more a story that happened in wrestling, but the same way, like, like stories and moments and memories, I have that the same as I do, like, pro wrestling stuff. Okay. It's, it's, to me, it's all the same. Okay. You just get that photographic memory. And... So... Yeah, like, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, even, like, you know, I don't know if people know this, but when we, when we talk over matches, that's a thing that happens, uh, like... After one or two run-throughs, like, I can remember everyone's thing. Like, uh, you were talking about the match this past Thursday. You know, there's four bodies in the ring. I remembered everyone's, you know, part of the match just so I knew it. Okay. That's, you guys, I mean, that match was, all of you guys were great. And I know, like, Lady Frost, and I don't know how how um, new to the scene her husband is, but I know Lady Frost is sort of new, but coming out of the Chikara, so, like, I've seen her a couple of times on Chikara shows. So good. Well, that was actually, that was uh, Victor Benjamin's first real match back in, in a few, in probably at least five or six months. He, he like, got really sick, and, uh, like, he was in the hospital and whatnot. So that was his first match back. So I thought okay. for his first match back, yeah. uh, now they both they both are training under Chikara, and they both also train at the uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo. Oh, really? So, yeah, they're, they're, they're both in really good hands. Yeah, that's... I Like I said, I've only seen her... I've, I had never seen him before, but I had only seen her once or twice in, uh, on Chikara shows that I watch on. IWTV and Chikaratopia.com. I just, uh, I just loved how the, the crowd started chanting the Steampunk Sucks yeah. chant. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But that's the thing with the Beyond crowd is like they're in on things, you know? They're sort of smart yeah, to that, stuff. That, and... was like, that was something they were a little nervous. Like the uh, Lady Frost and Victor Benjamin were a little nervous because, you know, they do a lot of flashy stuff. I think they thought you know, for a crowd like Beyond, who wants to cheer the good guys and boo the bad guys, they thought that yeah. their stuff may have been too flashy for the crowd. But uh, I knew that their character and their their act would would go perfect, yeah. and I knew the crowd would, uh, you know, really be into them as bad guys. So oh yeah, it, it went over well. Out. It went over well. They were total total heels. It it played out great, especially yeah. when Victor went up against Ava. When that part hit, the crowd was, oh. they didn't just go against it, they got pissed. Yeah. They were, they were oh, like, yeah. get, you, get your hands off her. Yeah, there was some, <laughs> it was almost like that was legitimate heat there. And there's a, I mean, in Beyond, there's a lot of love for you and Aver, you all, you and the honeys in general, but, you know, you and Aver, there's a lot of love for you guys there. <laughs> I think. It's, 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 it's just really funny how much they disliked when he, uh, Victor Benjamin, grabbed uh, Ava but how much they cheered when I dropped Lady Frost on her yeah. head with a pile driver. Well, that's because it's you. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, that crowd, that's like, you can you could get away with anything in that, in there. Yeah. 
Now, what do you got coming up for Sunday? What's your What's your match for Sunday? Oh, really excited about it. It is a uh, couples versus couples double, the weirdest double date in pro wrestling. Uh, it is myself and Ava Everett going up against the team and the couple of Platinum Max Caster and the Galaxy's Greatest Alien Chris Statlander. Are they a, they're, they're a couple? Yep, they are a legitimate couple, yep. That's that's going to be a great match in general. I'm a little disappointed that it's you and Max Caster, you and, Max Caster and I haven't heard a diss track from either one of you yet. Uh, rumor is, depending on when this comes out, there might be a a uh, a diss track out from one of the two parties. Spoiler alert: It's not me. Uh, he he creamed me last time. I, I don't think I want to go against that again. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. The, the last time you actually answered him. No, no, he. Oh, did you? No, he answered you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That was a big mistake on my part. <laughs> He's Max Cast is actually not. A, I'm a rap fan. I'm a hip hop fan. He's not a bad rapper at all. I have his He's his pretty good in my car. That's the actual cassette tape. Oh, it, it is. A, it's a CD, but yeah. Yeah, they don't make those anymore, Joe. Well, I figured I know, you know he'd I still guess. have he'd still have the player from back in the day. I mean, I still have a working eight track. In, how good? Like, how much is Ava looking forward to that match? Oh, so much. She she knows how good Chris uh, Gatland yeah. is. Yeah. Like, on top of the fact that it's going to be a good challenge for her, it's also going to be a good learning experience. Yeah, that's. We just had uh, we just had Chris on a few weeks ago. Such a good kid, and but such like uh, just a a raw talent, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good matchup. I um I want to see that one. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I am hoping I can get to Johnston, Rhode Island Sunday. You better. I'm going to do my best. I, now, I don't know where I'll be Sunday. What else is on the card? Um, so, just announced, bad news, Matt Stryker pulled off uh, a couple days notice, so no bueno there. Uh, he was supposed to go one-on-one with third-generation star Kid Curry. But nice. we do have, I think, a more than good enough replacement in MLW's World Tag Team Champion, Richard Holiday. Nice. I think you're right. I think talent-wise, that's pretty equal. Yeah, no, and absolutely. Especially name wise, he's up and coming at this point. Right. Name-wise, I mean, Strike has been off TV for a long time now, so... And tech, if we're going to talk technicalities, like Holiday is on TV right now, right? So and like Holiday's, that, that's, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good matchup. Um, and, other than that, we have the Blade, formerly known as Braxton Sutter. He's going one on one for the first time ever with Josh Briggs. That is going to be a match. Was there another name he used at one point? Uh, Pepper Parks, Braxton I thought Sutter. So. Pepper was yeah. what I knew him as Pepper Fox. I was pretty sure that was him. Yeah, that's so going to be a matches. great match. Uh, we have a crazy six way with MLW's Jordan Oliver, TJ Crawford, uh, DL Hurst, this dude, Jaden Valla, who's absolutely incredible, Mike Montero, who's, you know, a Rhode Island native. Yeah. And we have, oh man, I'm drawing a blank, Nick Ando. Uh, who is from upstate New York. He used to kill it down in 2CW when they were around. And uh, most recently, he's doing a lot with Excite Wrestling in uh, okay. like the Syracuse area and whatnot. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, Shockwave the Robot is on the card. He's nice. wrestling Tyler Cintron with Sydney Bacabella. Sydney is such a troublemaker. Yeah, he's, uh, and he's per- he's perfect with Tyler Cintron. Um, we I'm have... not real familiar. I know you've you've actually told me about Cintron, and I haven't checked out too much of his stuff yet. But he's really I know... good in the act. The act with uh, Sydney Bacabella is like TV ready stuff. Yeah, Sydney is. I, I that, you know, I I enjoy Sydney Bacabella a lot. I think that's so so much fun. I think actually Sydney Bacabella should be um, managing Retro AG. 
Ooh, uh, he he managed me one time, but I was still all good. Yeah, no, was, uh, no, for it's a UFO be... wrestling show. Really? Yeah, yeah. This was uh, it was uh, Thanksgiving Eve, two thousand. Okay. Oh, yeah, wait, hold on. He managed you. I remember me and you confusing him with your, the stripes on your shirt being backwards. Ooh, now I'm a little, now I'm confused. Do you remember convincing him that you, when you, so for people oh, who don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony refereed at one, before he wrestled as he was training and me and me and you managed to convince him that your, your stripes were backwards instead of black, white, black, white, yours went white, black, white, black. I do remember that. That was years before. That was like 2009. Okay. I don't remember. See, I don't remember Cindy doing too many uh, UFO shows. Yeah, well, he wrestled under maybe a different name, Wink Wink, as yes. in the main event against Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. Yes. The uh, Power and Feather match. match. Yep. Yeah. Where, where he got a legit concussion. Knocked out cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. I had to carry him to the back. But um, still, he insisted got, on finishing the match. Yeah, he did. Because he's a consummate professional. Yeah. So, I that's... Uh, what, uh, with, without going completely over the entire card, um, I wanted to mention Thomas Santel's on the show. Nice. Uh, we got Jay Freddy versus Danny Miles. I think nice. that's going to be like a, a dark yeah. horse, you know, for match of the night. Absolutely. Um, Colin Delaney is making a rare New England appearance, so that's cool. Uh, Mark Wheeler's coming all the way from uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada to wrestle Johnston's own Nico Silva. And then the main event, uh, which I'm most excited for, Bear Bronson versus Gangrel. That is... Now, that's the second time you've had beer, right? Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, He was the main event of the first show as well versus Simon Gotch. Uh, The second time you've had uh, Bronson. You haven't had Beefcake on yet, though. Um... So, it... spoiler, a spoiler that's not announced yet. Uh, the plan is to not have them uh, team up because I both think, I think they're both separately uh, incredibly talented, and you okay. know, honestly, I don't have room for many tag teams. But uh, for November, Beefcake as well as Bear Bronson will both be on the card in separate matches. See, I I wasn't I was familiar with Beefcake a little bit. But I was never familiar with Bronson at all yeah, before I saw them as Bear Country. That is such a great tag team. Mm-hmm. They are so incredible. And that's so, I mean, they are both great workers. And that's going to be, any for match big, you put them in, going to be money. For big guys, yeah. they can move. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beefcake does a beautiful moonsault. That's. I mean, just the, the middle rope dive outside the ring is like, you don't see people their size doing that. And yeah. they're very legitimate, like tough guys. Like a lot of, a lot of pro wrestlers try to be the t- try to do that like sort of tough guy. And I know all pro wrestlers are tough, but they try to do like that macho tough punch. Guy. Try to throw a punch, and they've never thrown a punch before. Yeah, there's there's These too two... many guys. There's too many guys that want to be like Nick Gage. When there's really, right. truly only one Nick Gage. Right. That's. Thank you for saying it a lot better than I can and having me piss <laughs> off the whole wrestling world. But, yeah, no, exactly. But, like, I really believe that those two are going to go out and kick somebody's ass. Yeah, 100%. You Josh know? Briggs is the same. Uh, yes. The Blade. Oh, yeah. uh, you but, look at those guys and you're like, all right, these are legitimate yeah. badasses. And then you get, like, a guy like Nick Curry who uh, doesn't necessarily look like a badass. But, you know, he's like a Naga champion, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a good – I think my no. shows are a good mix of ass kickers, uh, great characters, local talent, you know? Now, Nick is what, Fred's brother? Uh, he is Fred Curry Jr.'s brother and Fred Curry Fred Senior's, Senior's father. Brother. Okay. So that's a great – like anyone that's come up in New England watching pro wrestling knew who – I, you know, I knew Junior. I knew who, I knew his father. I never saw his father wrestle, but you knew their names. Yeah, and the, the, the cool thing is, now that he's wrestling Richard Holiday, um, if you follow MLW at all, uh, Richard Holiday has been feuding with the Hart Dynasty, 
of, you know, Teddy Hart and, and Brian yeah. Pillman Jr. And, and Davey Boy Smith Jr. And now most recently he's been feuding with the uh, the son, the, the Von Erich kids, Ross um, okay. and whatnot. And now, so he's been wrestling all these legacies. Now he's going to come to the Zero One Northeast show in Johnston and he's wrestling another legacy. That's awesome. That is cool. Now, oh, what's the difference? What different type of preparation do you do going into a show that you're promoting and wrestling on than a show that you're just wrestling on? Um, definitely, I, I go out of my way to promote it a lot more. Um, I'm, I'm basically on my phone 24-7, um, unless I'm sleeping, obviously, either tweeting something for my own personal stuff going on or I'm promoting something on the, the Zero One USA account. Um, I'm going into the town, you know, flyering, postering, stuff like that. Um, I have a lot more on my, you know, shoulders, you know, going into those shows. Like the last Gardner show, I probably could have made a ton of money in merch. I didn't even put my merch out because I was so focused That's... on everything else. And so, you know, worried about everything going smoothly. Uh, and that's the other thing. I have to make sure everything runs smooth. Like today I went into Johnston, ordered pizzas for the show. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to go order, you know, sodas and drinks and chips because I'm able to run the concessions. Uh, you know, I, I filled up the envelopes, you know, for all the wrestlers' pay yesterday. Time um, out, time out. They... Let me stop you there. Sure. That is the first lesson every wrestling promoter needs to learn how to do before they go into their first show. Yeah. Uh, Phil... My first show, I paid everyone I paid everyone uh, before the show even started last show. That's like that's just I've seen so many shows where it's come to the end of the show and it's the promoter's first time running and it, they just don't have the they don't have what it takes to take care of the boys because they were counting on the door. You yeah, can't always no, count I, on the door, but if you're going to run a second show, you need to still take care of the boys, not uh, the boys, but the wrestlers. Not, I'm, I'm actually taking care of the boys on the last show's uh, money. So I I saw the crowd. I believe it. So will, that's like a, that's a positive, yeah. You had um, you had a line wrapped around the corner before the doors opened. Yeah, which is cr- <laughs> I hope that's the same situation for this show coming up. Obviously, yeah. um, but Rhode Island's a great state for um, I almost want to say town because it is sort of small, but it's such a great state for wrestling. Yeah, and. There's companies that run up there still, but there's not, like, a big company anymore up there. I mean, XWA is probably the the biggest company, and they're great, but there's just not that name company anymore, you know? Uh, nothing too consistent, like, you know, what wrestling uh, runs there? Um, we got uh, Beyond Wrestling runs there, you know, every once in a while. Now, have you gotten any pushback from other promoters saying, like... Why are you running in this town, or why are you doing this as a um, promoter? Luckily, not. Um, I think I'm avoiding everywhere well enough. Like uh, XWA runs in Warwick, and what wrestling runs in Providence? I'm about ten, fifteen minutes from Providence, yeah. but I'm about twenty to twenty-five minutes from Warwick, um, and I'm not. I'm not running the same day as them. I'm not even running the same weekend as them. So it's it's pretty clear that I'm not trying to, you know, steal their talent or steal their town or anything like that. And then Gardner is just so far away from everything yeah. that I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not a threat to anyone. And that's funny because, like, there's nothing in Gardner anymore for wrestling. And that was historically, that was a great wrestling town. Yeah, it, uh, Kowalski ran there in the yeah. early '90s. EWA ran there in the early mid 2000s. Uh, yeah, it, it's been untouched since 2009 or 2010. That's... So, like, I, I, it, it was, it's a gold mine, man. Like, it's such a nice venue. It's such a nice little town um, that I couldn't even tell you how much of that crowd was uh, like super indie wrestling fans, or how many of them were just there because they saw that there was local yeah. wrestling coming to town <laughs> now do you plan on a third show i know you probably don't have uh, an announcement or anything i'm not looking for that but is there a third I is there another do. show 
Okay. Uh, it's already announced. Yeah, uh, November seventeenth, literally three oh. weeks away. Uh, yeah, I it's I announced the third show the same day as the first show. So do I know like, a match? When the first... What was that? Do, do I know a match on this one? Do I know your match on this one? It's actually been announced. If you want, if you want to say it, is that the film you versus Pillman Junior? Uh, for the Limitless Wrestling World Title. Yes. That nice. that's. That's a great match. Like when you said you were bringing in, you told me um, a couple weeks ago you were, you had Pillman coming up, and I was like, you have to wrestle him. Like there's it's, nobody it's else so, it's, that it's would. It's so funny because it's like uh, I do. I don't want to be that promoter, but I I think everyone is smart enough to understand that I'm not doing it because I'm a mark for myself and I think I need to wrestle the name or anything. Legitimately, when I announced Brian Pillman, uh, there were multiple people, multiple fans tweeting and commenting like, we want to see Brian Pillman versus Retro AG. And uh, I have to understand, like, I can't always be the fun comedy match on a show or I can't always be the mixed tag. There are fans that are coming to see me and they want to see me have, like, that super indie style match that I have at Limitless and then I have at Beyond. And I don't know anyone in New England that would have a better match with Pillman than you would, honestly. And that's, you yeah, know, kind of why it has to be done. <laughs> like you promoting this show, your book show, you have to look at that. Like, all right, who's going to be, you know, if I use Mr. X, who's going to have the best match with Mr. X. And that's what you got to put on. Not even that, like, who's going to have the best match? What match is going to make the most money? Like, who, like, I could put Brian Pillman in there with, for example, Charlie Cashew. Uh, But how many tickets is Brian Pillman Jr. versus Charlie Cashew going to sell? Probably not as many as me and Pillman Jr. would sell, sadly. And that's not a knock at Cashew. It's just where he is right now and where I am right now, luckily. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That one... I will be at. Like, I want to see that Woo. match. One, I want to meet Pillman. Two, I want to see you and him just go out and kick each other's ass. Like, I know you as well. Where's that one going to be? Oh, that one's back in Gardner. That's our Gardner return. November 17th. No. That's on the calendar. Now, yeah. you guys... We actually just we announced Bull James recently, or Bull Dempsey, uh, as nice. well, for that show. Nice. nice. That's... Now, what else? What else do you got coming up? I know you you got like a full weekend right now. I know I'll, Friday night I'm going to be at UFO, but you're going to be down in Maine at Limitless, right? Yeah, in, I would be up in, in Maine for uh, up in Maine. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't up in Maine. Correct them. Um, yeah, I'm in Canada. Uh, so thir- so, thir- <laughs> so Thursday, I could tell by your accent. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the size of his head; it stretches that far. Uh, so Thursday, I am wrestling in Worcester for Beyond against Alley Cat. Nice. Uh, Friday, Friday's a big title match for Limitless Wrestling. Myself and Josh Briggs, the the famous uh, WWE Network rematch. Yes. Um, sa- Saturday, Battlefront Pro. I'm wrestling in Ludlow, Mass versus the Vampire Warrior Gangrel. And then Sunday, Gangrel will also be there. How exciting for my show, Johnston, Rhode Island, 01 USA Northeast, presents Retro AG Halloween Bash. And it'll be myself and Ava Everett versus Max Caster and Chris Statlander. That's just this weekend. That's it. Right. I think on Halloween, you should get Gangrel to dress up like a normal person and you should dress up like a vampire. That's not. That's not. That's not too bad. Uh, he's actually. He. You. You have to believe that Gangrel is the hardest man to book in the month of October. I was lucky enough oh, to get him sure. on a on a Sunday before Halloween. Imagine he. I'm sure he's booked for six shows on Halloween. That's. Now, you. How's the retro? What's been your favorite match? If you had to pick one out of the Retribution tour that you've been doing. Ooh, Retribution Tour? Jeez. Right, because um, you've had some fun matches. So this one was a weird stop on the Retribution Tour, and I think it's my favorite because it was so sudden and out of nowhere, and I didn't even know it was happening. Um, I just recently did a, a loop with Big Time Wrestling, and I was told 
on the, the day of the show that I was wrestling C.W. Anderson in a singles match. That's, That's probably uh, my favorite. Really? See, my yeah. favorite to watch, I didn't watch them all, but I did watch a couple. My favorite was the Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards was a lot of fun. Gangrel was up there, too. What, you got Stevie Richards to come out in the right to censor. That's not an easy thing to do. That was the first time he did it since being in a WWF ring in 2001. That's not. That's awesome. And you came out, of course. You and the Honeys all came out as the Blue World Order, which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how does when you how do you pitch that to Stevie Richards? I don't. You just do it. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't and tell just, him anything. And just pray that there's no heat with it. Yeah, I recently <laughs> was lucky enough to do a promo with uh, William Regal. And really? uh, I I knew in my head I was going to end it with p- ripping my pants off in his face, and he had he had no idea. <laughs> now, how did you get to? Was that from Evolve? Uh, yeah, Evolve. Yeah. Nice. Now you're contracted with them, so you're on every Evolve show, right? Yes. How does that affect your other bookings, or does it? Do you just make sure you, um, they give you the dates far enough in advance? Yeah, like in August, I was given all my evolved dates until the end of the year. Um, I'm I'm fairly certain by like mid November, like I'll probably have all my like probably January to like okay. April dates at least. Um, so it'll be easy to like book around that. Like I currently yeah. am not accepting any 2020 bookings because I don't know my evolved schedule yet. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty damn cool though. Just to think that you have a contract with pro wrestling. Pro wrestling yeah, is your job. I mean, I do work part time. Don't get that confused. You know, I do like extra money. But yeah, it, it's pretty rad to like think that there's a company out there that wanted to invest enough in me, and they believed that I could go somewhere else. That they wanted to sign me to a contract. And you and Josh Briggs got to be the first ever non-WWE match broadcast live on the WWE Network. Yeah, it, like, it's honest, that's what I You weren't on the cool first show. Thing. You were the first match. Like First match of the first, yeah. Uh, yeah. The coolest thing for me to think about is, like, what are the odds that me and my best friend in wrestling are right. both signed to the same place? Like, yeah, it's, it's luck. Like, uh, I used to dread having to fly for any wrestling show. But now if I'm flying for Evolve, I know he's going to be on my flight and I will be travel together. Sounds good to have a travel buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, having someone you know in general is always good rather than going solo. But like when it is somebody that you, like you guys are with each other every, I'll see you guys at Beyond and you guys will be out talking to the crowd, but you guys are always right next to each other. His wife and Ava are always right there with each other. You know, it's, it's, like you can we've see with that relationship. Together. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We've gone on vacation together, six flags, yeah. That's and two two of the most talented guys in the area, so it's it's pretty I, uh, I guess it only makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean you carry you kinda I don't know how to say it, but like you the birds of a feather flock together type of a thing, you know? Yeah. You're not um you're not threatened by each other. Right. No, you're not threatened that, oh, he's going to take my spot. He's, you know, you, you guys, you, you know what each other can do, and you know you work well together, and it, right. it's going to go from there. You bring each I other up. I think if I was, if I was like six foot five bearded with tattoos, then yeah, I'd, I'd probably probably avoid him like the plague and think he's trying to take my spot but <laughs> lucky enough with his size and his look he's gonna have a spot regardless yeah i think the two of you guys and i say this to you all the time i i think this time next year like you guys are completely untouchable i think you guys are gonna be in a very exclusive contract somewhere i agree I mean, i'm waiting i'm hoping i you know it's gonna it, I agree. would you like the way that I've watched you grow in wrestling has been incredible. You started saying, when you were 12 or 13 years old, you would come into a show, shake everybody's hand, and when they said, how are you, what, would you, what was your answer at 12 or 13 years old? Oh, man, I, I forget. You would, say it's, you would always say it's all good, that young. You knew what you were trying to do. 
and then you came in as all good Anthony Green. And that just evolved, and you evolved that into retro, and you got the deal with Zubiz, and it's been really cool as a as a fan and a friend of yours to kind of watch you. Thank you. So, and I'm glad I can. Re- so now I can randomly text you and be like, "Let's play the wrestling game." Or, or uh, in a few years, hey man, can I get some comp tickets for Raw? Well, <laughs> I'm that- kidding. <laughs> that will definitely be happening. I yeah, but here's the thing: is I won't do I it in Boston. I won't do it to you in Boston. I'll do it when you're in like New Jersey, because I know everyone else is going to hit you up up here. <laughs> yeah, Providence or something. Right. Yeah, I know how to. I know how to play that game. I'll do it when you're like one state over. Now, what's a dream match for you? What's the like? I mean, you have the ability now to book any match you want for yourself. Ooh, not this one, but um, uh, Dream Match is me versus uh, Velveteen Dream. No pun intended. Okay. Yeah. You think, really? Yeah. Ah. I didn't just see that see, answer I just, coming. I just, see, I, just see, I just see money written all over it. I see, like, the similar style and stuff. I, I do, but, ah, that just, Wow. You you get a different mind than most people because you just said it. You see the money. You don't see I'm going to wrestle my hero. You see I'm going to wrestle the one that's going to make me someone else's hero. Exactly. So, I like that. But Velveteen Dream. That bad, I can guarantee you, you'll have a shot at that match at some point in the near future. I would doubt it if it happened and evolved. This is very true. They have that. They have a very tight rule. Like that's the thing with the Volvers. You know, you have eyes on you. I wrestled Tyler Breeze. Like right. it's definitely a, a yeah. realistic thing. Like you know, they see that. Like you just said, you did. A, you were cutting a promo with William Regal. Like how many yeah. people in the even in the wrestling world? How many people can say that? If you on think the independent level, maybe like. Six total, six people. Right. So, like, not even one percent. Right. That's insane, and it's you've earned it. So, yeah. But like, what? Let's get the. Uh, what, Joe? What do you got? I was, I was just gonna say that if, if I could pick your dream match, I'd love to see you go against HBK. Oh man, yeah, compete that's the just, of all time. But no, just style wise. Style-wise, you guys are very similar. Uh, the way you move, the way you carry yourself, you're very like the way he dances to the ring. It, it you're very similar, and I just I just think that would be a phenomenal match. Yeah, but but here's the thing is, and I know why Anthony is saying he wouldn't put himself on that match because HBK can have a great match with anybody. True. Just like Anthony Green can have a great match with anybody. So they don't need to wrestle each other. Am I right? I, in your... I would love it, yeah. Am I, but am I right in, in your thought process? I mean, in the sense where, like, if it was ever possible, I would 100% want to do it. But, yeah, like, I definitely feel like I can mold my style to anyone else's. Like, if... If I'm wrestling a guy that's more lucha based, like there's a guy that trains at the New England Wrestling Academy who speaks strictly Spanish, very little English. Uh, The first thing Fury did was throw me in there with him uh, to work with him and see what he can do. Um, He he, uh, Fury calls me his X Pac (laughs) because uh, if you can't have a good match with me, then you can't have a good match with anybody. (laughs) That's okay. Fury just paid me a big compliment on. uh... The WPAN this week. He said I was one of the nicest guys around, and I was trying to troll him. Did he, did he say uh, you were the tallest guy around too? He, so they did the uh, on the wrestling podcast about nothing. They did the ask Brian, ask the Bryans anything or Mike. Yeah. And I asked Mike which one of his, which one of Fury's retirement matches was his favorite one to ref. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so clearly just a troll question, just trying to like twist, you know, and yeah. uh. Fury's response was, oh, Mike asked if he was going to like yell at the response, and Fury was like, no, he's a giant, and he's one of the nicest guys around. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> they don't know you very well. 
No, they do. I've known Fury for a long Fury and Malonis I've known for a long time. But that's no I am a nice guy. Sometimes. Just don't piss me off. Now what's it like training there? Because you've I think everyone in New England has had their hand in train you that runs a school at this point. Oh, yeah, for, for the most part. But I also think that has a lot to do with me wanting to learn from everybody. Yeah. Um, I think That's... I did get the most out of training uh, at Furies. I think I, I cleaned up a lot of the stuff. It was kind of my fashion school. I'm actually here right now. Uh, I do got to go in oh. in a few minutes so I can start kicking some asses. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, man. Like, uh, I trained at a lot of schools, started at like, the bottom, like some of the worst and then slowly worked my way up, found some really good schools, like the lockup, uh, Ryan Waters, yeah. amazing trainer, uh, basically taught me how to like work. And I think he's the reason why, uh, I can call it on the fly better than most people can in the ring. Just really like, you know, you know, like a good feeling out process or stuff like that. And then I think like the, not really the psychology because uh, Ryan Waters did a lot of that too. And, and like, I knew how to put a match together, but I think really making matches flow and, and calling heavier back end, like more false finishes and, and calling great matches and my footwork, I think all really came from, from the new England pro wrestling Academy. Yeah. That's the, and that's dead on. Like I've told people all along, like if you want to start at one of the small schools, that's fine. But your end game, if you're in this area has to be in, you know how close I am with some of the other schools. Yeah. And I've legitimately said that to people. Like, yeah, that's fine. Start here, get your basics, learn how to do the little stuff, and then go here and really learn how to put it together and get the – how to make a match entertaining and how to – we talked to Mario Mancini, and I like he agreed with me, and the difference between wrestling when he was wrestling and wrestling now is that wrestling then, and you have the ability to do this, and you do this a lot – is you didn't give the fans what they wanted. You told the fans what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You wrote the show. And a lot of wrestlers yeah. now don't do that. They just do what the, you know, they do what the fans want every time. And that's, it's fun, like the, but like it's not. To, to, to tell a quick story, like this past week at, at Beyond, I'm sure no one cared to see uh, me kiss uh, Lady Frost's hand. We made them care to see me kiss Lady yes. Frost's hand. Yes. That was brilliant. You were more Thank of you. the you were the gentleman. You were more of a gentleman yes. than the gentleman, so but yes. I know you're heading into training. Let's get one more plug in for Sunday though. Oh please. Yeah, man. This Sunday, Retro AG's Halloween Bash promoted by Zero One USA Northeast, which is me. Uh, it's at 1741 Atwood Ave in Johnston, Rhode Island. That is the Johnston Indoor Rec Center. Uh, doors open at 3 o'clock. Bell time is 4. Tickets start as low as $15. And the highest price you're going to pay for a front row VIP meet and greet with Gangrel is only 30 bucks. You get an autograph and a picture of Gangrel plus a front row seat to a kick-ass wrestling show. Uh, the Vampire Gangrel is going to be there. Shockwave the Robot. Thomas Santel, myself, Josh Briggs, The Blade, uh, Richard Holiday just announced. Uh, it's it's going to be a sick show, man. Like I don't know what else That's, to say. We got local it, talent like D.L. Hurst and Christian Casanova. It's going to be wild. You go to a lot of shows and you'll pay thirty dollars for an autograph, eight by ten alone. Yeah, and like, this so. is thirty bucks. You get a front row seat, autograph, and a picture. A normal autograph and a picture is going to cost you fifteen bucks. Um, plus, so basically if you bought a GA ticket and wanted an autograph of Gangrel, you're paying the 30 bucks anyway. And there's only 15 front row seats left. Where can we get tickets? Uh, man, if you go on the Zero One USA Northeast Facebook, there's a page right there. Or if you go on brownpapertickets.com and search Retro AG's Halloween Bash, you can find the tickets right there. There's a very small service fee, but uh, other than that, man, you'll you'll have your guaranteed tickets right at the door at will call for you. Uh, if you decide to get a front row, I suggest doing it ASAP because, like I said, there's only 15 of those front row VIPs left, That's, and they're going to wow. go. 
this. Yeah, don't wait till the day off for those. Get them beforehand, guys. Have your ticket in hand when you get there, and you'll be all set to go. And enjoy the show. Like, I'm going to do my best to get down there, so. Uh, the last show, we had to turn people away. So that's that's, that's, that's what could possibly happen. Uh, though this place has a much bigger... Uh, a much bigger uh, seating arrangement, so we, we might luck out with that one. You could probably tur- turn JP away anyway. Sure, I, I might just do it because it's funny. Exactly. Well, screw you guys. Wait, <laughs> before, you, before you go, though, I want to kick back onto the Halloween team and ask you your favorite and least favorite Halloween candy. Least favorite? Ooh. I'm going to have to say... Anything with raisins. Anyone that gives you raisins is a real piece of garbage. They call it the nature's candy, but it's hot garbage. Um, (laughs) And if I had to pick up, if I had to pick a favorite Halloween candy, it's a tough one. Either a Reese's or if they're giving out full-size candy bars, it better be a Three Musketeer. Ooh. Well, anybody who gives out a full-size candy bar in general is aces in my book. Their house does not get egged. Yeah, I'm probably rich. So. Exactly. <laughs> That's my mother used to. Up until this year, my mother always gave out full-size because where I am, I'm in Quincy, Mass, and we just don't get a lot of kids on my street for some reason. So she would well, buy like one like, case. It's been like that everywhere. It's been like that everywhere recently. Like uh, Even my house used to be a hotbed. And in the past probably five, six years, we're lucky if we get two or three people. I think that, you know, I don't think you can call your show the Halloween Bash if you're not dressing up in costume. I'm not telling you what I'm wearing yet, but me and uh, me and Ava Everett have a pretty awesome uh, costume set up. And there will be a costume contest as well. And uh, during the pre-show there will be the trick-or-treat battle royal and live magic. We have a street magician coming doing magic uh, for all the fans while they're sitting down waiting for the show to begin. I saw that. That is awesome. So, I'm pretty excited. That is so that. different. But it's Anthony, good. You give it back to the fans. going to love it. Hell yeah. Anthony, thank you, man. I appreciate your time. I know you got to go in there and beat up on a few students. Uh, just a few. JP's going to go to the bathroom and beat up on himself. <laughs> That's lucky. <laughs> well, right, thank you so much. Uh, right. Thanks, Anthony. All right, Anthony, yeah. I'll make sure we share. Um, and once this comes out, I'll tag you, and I'll probably put this up tomorrow. Um, guys, we're All right. out. All right. You all set? Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, uh, all right man. Maybe I'll see All you right. guys you. Sunday.